This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 26. In today's episode, we are talking about an amazing love. It's the love of a mother. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. I'm so thrilled that you have joined us for today's podcast. And if you are new to the Wife Wisdom Podcast, welcome. If you are an avid listener, we are so grateful for your support and for your love. I created the Wife Wisdom Podcast for you. If you are a single woman who desires to get married, if you are a newly married bride and want to thrive in your marriage, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little bit of encouragement, staying a wife. (laughs) This podcast is just for you. It is real conversations about marriage, about life, about being a wife to help you cultivate your heart as a wife. Today's episode is so exciting for me. We are talking today about the amazing love of a mother. And I have a very special guest with us on today's show. She is one of the most important people to me in my entire life. You guessed it. It's my mommy. Yay. I'm so thrilled that she has decided to come on the show to share her heart, to share her wisdom and knowledge and her amazing love. I promise you, you will be able to feel it through your your ears. <laughs> and so will you please help me welcome one of the most amazing women I know, one of the most amazing mothers on this planet, my mom. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hi, I'm so (laughs) excited that you are here. Thank you for joining the show. And you know, I am excited because we've been talking about love. We've been talking about how to love your husband, how to love Mm -hmm. yourself. And you know, I couldn't not I could not allow us not to have an episode where we're talking about the love of a mom. Mm. You know, I have learned so much. I've really learned how to love by the way you've loved me and you loved Kira. And, (laughs) you know, it's really taught me how to even love Sky Blaze and Hayes and even Adrian because of that. And so, you know, that's one of the things I want to kind of kick off this conversation about is, is, is talking about the importance of a mother's love. Okay. Um, wow. Um, you can't even, I don't know if it's possible to even measure how important it is to feel a mother's love because a mom's love, especially it, 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 it we learn about love when we're children, how to, how to love and how to receive love, of course, by all the examples um, in our lives and we are truly, I think we're so truly blessed when we have a mom who really loves us mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, 
I know there's so much there's so much sadness in the world because there are so many children who do not have that for whatever reasons. But when we are blessed with a mother's love, it's indescribable. It's something that that you can't even measure because it's something that will help you through life and carry you through life's adventures as long as you live. My mom loved me and I knew I was loved. And this was a stepmom. And that was why I was able to to know how to love you guys mm. and how to how to cherish you and how to to just be the the try to be the best mom that I could ever be to you. And that was because my mom showed me how mm. it was done. Mm. Yeah. You know, that is so important because it really is about transfer. Yeah. You know, it's about, you know, even so, like you said, there's so much sadness in the world because there are mm. so many young, like children, boys and girls yeah. who don't really understand love because God created us and we created us out of love. So when we were born into the earth, we were born mm-hmm out of love and it and it's it wasn't until we had an experience or an encounter with the people who were closest to us that we really kind of understood what the definition of love was mm-hmm. right and some people their definition unfortunately corrupted the truth of what love was according to god so yeah. it came you know, in the form of abuse or neglect or mm-hmm. abandonment or, you know, rejection or all of these different things. But I think that the what's so important about understanding the truth about love is that one, we do have a, a standard. We know mm-hmm. from God's word what God right. what what love is supposed to look like. Right. And so I think that it's so beautiful that grandma was able to really impart that and really model God's love to you so that you are able to model it to me and I'm able to model it to my kids and exactly they'll be able to model it to their children. So, um, so even what specifically like that, can you even speak to about what that looks like, what that feels like? Well, you know, when you were talking, all I could think of, all I could hear in my head was, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, you talk about the epitome mm-hmm. of love. And what we're asked to do as moms, what we're asked to do as women, what we're asked to do as daughters, as sisters, is just to, it's so easy in comparison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, all we have to do is not hate. Lots of the time, yeah. all we have to do is not allow ourselves to or, or catch ourselves when that anger comes and we really want to just hate on somebody. Be, and maybe rightfully so. Maybe they did something to us in our minds that was so hateful that we feel we got to hate them back. Mm-hmm. But but the Lord Jesus Christ and our father God in, in sacrificing his son for us and showed us how how our little petty adventures and our petty <laughs> challenges are just that so mm-hmm. minuscule in comparison. Um, we just, uh, we just have to want 
We just have to desire. We just have to choose to be, to want to be the best wife, sister, mother, daughter, person Mm -hmm. that we can possibly be. And that's a moment by moment choice. Right. We choose in every moment of our life. Every moment is a moment of choice. And we can always choose and we can always re-choose. So when we make a decision that we see is leading us down the wrong path, Mm -hmm. maybe down the path toward negativity, towards um, anything that is not love, towards revengeful, even vengeful thinking, Mm -hmm. towards um, hate-like notions, then it's up to us. We can catch ourselves Mm -hmm. and we can re-choose and we can say, no, uh uh-uh, I'm not going to hate that person because they did this to me or I think they did this mm-hmm. to me. In many cases, we we um, are choosing to think negative about something and it wasn't even the way we thought it was. Right. Our information is incorrect and we're hating on somebody who did absolutely nothing, but we heard something somewhere else, whether it's gossip or just our own misconceptions. Mm. And that goes also, uh, I think that's also as a mom. We, as a mom, we think we know our children um, so well, but our children are only borrowed. They're a gift from God. Mm-hmm. They belong to God. They don't belong to us. We think they do, and we make the mistake of um, clinging. Right. <laughs> Hovering. <laughs> yeah. Helicopter parent. Exactly. And I still get out my helicopter quite often. <laughs> as you With know. adult children, right? Yes, adult children who have children. Yes. So that's a hard one to let go of. <laughs> that's funny. But our but our but when you when you truly decide to love and that you want to always choose love, you're not gonna do it. There are gonna be times when mm. our humanness is gonna be just pissed we're going to be very angry at somebody and we're going to have a feeling that we want to hurt them or we want them to be hurt they want we want them to get their comeuppance Mm -hmm. because they did this because they did that those are the challenges those are the hard times Mm. when we have to call on the lord when we have to really just go within and say lord take this darkness from me and help me to see the goodness in that person or help me to see the goodness in this situation Mm -hmm. Because many times, um, even when with our children, um, we we think we know them, but they're their own little person, mm. and each each one of us has our own unique, unique and special relationship with God. Wow. We each have our own relationship with Him, even our little children, and so many times, it is our children who. Remind us of that. I remember times when you guys were itty bitty. I'm talking about like, you know, four and five, Mm -hmm. six, something like that. And I would say or do something and something would come out of you guys' mouth, either you or Kira, and I'd have to stop and my mouth would drop open. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, God, tell him to stop doing that. (laughs) I was like, what? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Whether it was smoking, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, but you guys, you didn't say it like a child. It was like, it was like, I was like, it was like you were 21. And, but, but a gentle, loving kind of warning. Yeah. And it was, and it came, and I'm, I was dumbfounded. 
And that helped me realize, oh, wait a minute. These little kids are more than what I'm mm. seeing and more than what I'm thinking. And I have to remember that their soul belongs to the Lord mm. and that the Lord is going to use them in the way he yeah. wants. And my job and my responsibility as a mom is to love them as much as I can, to share with them and teach them as much as I can. And knowing that, you know, it's never going to be, it's never going to be enough. It is never going to be perfect. We're always as moms, as mothers, we're always going to make mistakes. We're human. Mm -hmm. There's going to be times when we give our kids bad advice. Mm -hmm. But, but when your heart's in the right place and you come from your heart in anything, whether it's being a mom, a wife, a, mm -hmm. a, in, in school, whatever, if you really truly are sincere and sincerely want to, to do your best and, and, and be a good person. God always helps us to do that. Yes. And he always guides us. And he always lets us know when we're tipping over into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because he really does offer grace because God really looks at the yeah. heart. It, yeah. it, he really does. So if your intention was to help your child make a decision to go to a certain school and it actually didn't mm -hmm. turn out the right, mm -hmm. the way that you thought it would. Um, mm -hmm. I love what you were talking about as far as, you know, you have the opportunity, you have the, the grace to re-choose. Right. You can re-choose that. Mm -hmm. You can, but we, the, the good Lord has also given us the wisdom to recognize that many of the things that we call mistakes are absolutely his right. protection. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're absolutely perfect. Of course. Because that is exactly what we needed. That is exactly where mm -hmm. we were supposed to be because we learned or we got to observe or we got to feel or we got to know or sense just what we needed to. Yes. You know, and, that's really good. Can you um, even talk a little further about that? As so, Because I know a lot of uh, the listeners are new moms or they have mm -hmm. multiple children. And I know for me, even personally, when I made a mistake as a mom or felt mm -hmm. like a failure as a mom, like it was difficult for me sometimes to really recognize, oh, yeah, you are human, you know, like oh, you are yeah. supposed to, you are going to make mistakes, <laughs> but you know, mm -hmm. can you even speak to how we as young women or younger women um, can really give ourselves grace as a mom mm -hmm. when we when we yell at our kids, when we had a bad day, we maybe take it mm -hmm. out on them or, mm -hmm. you know, we may not love the way God <laughs> has taught us to love because we're human. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. First of all, I could say it's a whole lot easier on this end of raising kids than it was <laughs> right. in the middle of raising them. I bet. That's for sure. <laughs> um, That's funny. I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, I do. I was going to say, I can't even, I was trying to remember a time that I was that I was successful at forgiving myself for being mm. either too harsh or going overboard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did. The Lord brought to my mind. I remember one time and I was um, berating you, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you were a teenager and it was in high school. You were in high school. And I can't remember what it was that you did. But I remember you were at um, cheerleading practice. Mm -hmm. And I remember that it was in the parking lot. 
and you came, uh, I dropped you off and we had a altercation there and I just, I just did a Christy, it was, but it was a firm, strong, I mean, really powerful lecture kind of thing. And right before you were getting ready to go to practice. And so she went on to practice and I was just beating myself up so badly mm. in the car all the way home. And it was, I don't know if it was that when I picked you up after practice or when it was later that night, but quite some time later, it may have even been the next day, you came to me and you said, mommy, I need to thank you for everything you said in the parking lot Wow! because I really needed to hear that. Yes. Wow. That's when I said, wow. I was like, oh my gosh, what I thought was so harsh mm. and too harsh and too horrible. That wasn't even me. That was the Lord speaking to you mm. through me. And I don't even remember what it was about, wow. but, but it made me see that my interpretation of what went on was all off base. Wow. That is yeah. so good because I think it even, um, you know how they say, Oh, that preaches that preaches <laughs> because <laughs> it really one, you know, you were beating yourself up and I was like, Oh, I don't even yeah. remember that. I don't remember ah, that. Right. That's so, funny. so yeah, to this day I could picture it. I could draw it if I were an interesting. artist. Interesting. But you know, I love yeah. the fact that I've been, a, I've had way too many of those <laughs> <laughs> kind of moments where I'm like, oh, I yelled too oh, much I'm at sure. place. Oh, I'm sure. All moms but... and dads do. Right, yeah. right. But it's so yeah. great to know that, oh, they'll forget. Like, they'll, ah, you know, like, there funny. are certain things that they will forget for, of course. But, um, <laughs> but also how God brings everything together for our good, for those yes. who are called according to his purpose. So even right. though we might be like, oh, man, and I've apologized to my kids. I've said, I'm yeah. so sorry. I didn't mean to yeah. yell at you. And they're like, oh, it's OK, mom. Or oh, we know you're tired. <laughs> but it's still like, oh, so I love yeah. the grace that's on both ends of that. Yes. Yes. And that's still wonderful that you apologize to the kids when you realize you, you know, may have been screaming your brains mm -hmm. out. And, but but because that also teaches them, that teaches them to be considerate of, of mm -hmm. each other's feelings, to be considerate, considerate of another person's feelings and to be considerate of their children's feelings when they do have kids, when they're grown and have their mm -hmm. own children. But also that when we apologize, it's, it's for them, but it's usually mostly for us. Mm. It's because we're feeling so badly. Right. Um, it's, um. I wasn't, I, I wasn't led to, I'm that time way back in the parking lot, I wasn't led to apologize to you. I was still beating myself up when, by the time you came, when you came to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, but, but there, there's something still crucial and important that occurred. Um, the, the, the loving interaction to harmonize Mm -hmm. something uh, an altercation is a beautiful thing but there probably was something that needed to come forth in that altercation in the first place mm -hmm. especially as long as it's not physical but there was something even if it's just for the kids to recognize just oh wow yeah mom does get she gets overwhelmed at times and uh, mm -hmm. we got to understand that or even but but also there may have been something so crucial and important that they're going to remember when they're 35 right and they're going to say, I remember the time my mom yep. screamed at me. She blew her mind. She apologized afterward. But boy, so I never forget 
from now on, I always make up my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I get out of it. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Exactly. There's something, yeah. There's something that that makes us remember that. And even if it's just important, I remember that made me think of um, my mom spanked me once I was in high school Mm-mm. because. <laughs> oh, because, oh yeah. wow. I know. So she was really um, upset herself. Uh-huh. But it was because I didn't I didn't uh, clean out the tub after I got out of it. And usually I do, but I to this day I clean the tub <laughs> every time after I get out wow. of it. I make my bed the minute I get out mm-hmm. of it. And if for no other reason it wasn't because she spanked me, but it was because I saw how upset it how much it upset her mm. and how important it was to her. Right. And out of love for her, I just didn't want her to be that upset again. Not not mm. the fact, and that maybe it's because I was a teenager. I was only maybe something like maybe thirteen, but I could, I could remember her, um, her agonizing. I wasn't wise enough at that age to know that it had nothing to do with me. Right. I I wasn't. I just knew. I just felt that that she needed my help. It was more like that. Yeah. Was, you know, you can't translate it so well when you're. A kid, you're not going to say, oh, mom is really upset at dad mm-hmm. or mom's really upset because right. of financial issues. And so she's taking it out on me. They're not going to be able to translate that. But they can feel our anguish. And and they and they really, truly, our, our children have compassion for us. I mean, so many times they come and rub our heads as little kids. And yes. Mommy, are you okay? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so and true. Then, I remember and, that Blaze was probably maybe six Mm-hmm. And I was, I don't know, he had, I would, I'd been like wiping my tears or something like that. Aww. And he literally came and sat down and then he's like, Aww. he brought my head and put it on his lap. Like, oh. I will never forget it. Wow. But he was like six, maybe younger, oh, but that wow. just the level of compassion that was there, <laughs> oh, you know? So I, I love the fact that, oh. you know, it's kind of like even in our relationship with our husbands it's Mm -hmm. the trusting god with our children is just as critical is just as crucial in knowing that we've got to trust god that okay even if we had a bad day and we end up being a little snappy or snippy when we come home or like spanking because you know you didn't clean out the tub is usually probably because of something that happened earlier (laughs) in the day Right, right, right. or or build it has been building up yeah. for months. Yes, yeah, but that we have to trust God in in the process that He will use it for your good. So, like you are very clean. We love when you come over to clean. <laughs> so you're very clean as a result of something that you know. Even Grandma might have been, oh, you know, like beating herself up over. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I just think that it's so great that. <laughs> We, we, it's such a privilege. And I believe that God just entrusts us with these little people, with these children. And so, you know, what would you, if you could have told your younger self, your 21 Mm -hmm. year old self, when you had (laughs) your first child, Mm -hmm. what would you like now that you said you're on the other side of raising kids, what do you, Mm -hmm. would you have told her Mm -hmm. then that you know now about raising children and loving children? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think the most imp- 
important thing I could tell my younger mom self would be that just pretty much what you were saying to trust to trust God because when we trust in the Lord we know that it's all going to be fine mm-hmm. it's all going to come out fine our kids are going to be fine because you love them and because you're doing the best you can they're going to be fine they're going to they're going to feel your love and love is transformative it's something that's going to be with them in every decision they make. They're going to feel your presence. Um, I remember, and I think you guys probably do too, I remember when I would be in decisions in college, I could hear my mom saying things. Mm. You know, all of her favorite sayings. Mm-hmm. Um, they would come back to me in situations. So when we let go, we're never really gone. Mm. And if we let go, like I said, some of us still hover. Right. <laughs> but but for those those of us who are strong enough to fully let go and let God continue to take care of our children once we've raised them, mm-hmm. um, they they have us with them with them always. I mean, to this day, I remember many of Mom's expressions, and I hear myself saying them. Wow. All the time, all the time. Yes, I actually. Um, it's so funny because even though my kids are teenagers now, they still mm-hmm. say um, certain things. And what I think <laughs> is so funny is when they they give it back to you, right? Right. right. So I love it. Oh, <laughs> so I was doing something and I didn't pick something up, and so Blaze says to me, uh-huh. "He's like, uh, mommy, see a need and fill it." <laughs> and then I, Chase him. Yeah. And then I chase him around the kitchen. But, you know, but this is so funny because I'm like, hey, That's when you see funny. a need, fill it. When you see a need, fill it. So I didn't fill the need. So he's like, mom, uh, when you see a need, fill it. So. Oh, that's funny. I know. It's great because we know they've been listening. Yes, it is. Even if they don't do it all the time, we know they heard us. Right. And I think that's so encouraging as a mom. Yeah. And so can you share some of the things that were really encouraging for you as a mom along your journey? Okay, let's see. Well, the most encouraging, really the most encouragement I got was from you kids. Mm. The feedback that that you get from your own kids encourages you to to keep going on those days when you don't feel like you can take another step <laughs> <laughs> to go pick them up for the eighth time mm-hmm. in the same day, even though you just you're ready to hand in your taxi badge in any minute yes that just it's the encouragement from them and right when every time when you're about that's one thing I noticed with the Lord almost every time I would have to say every time that I was about just about ready to just oh I can't do anymore I can't do anymore he finds a way to bring you joy Mm. and to bring you hope and to bring you that peace and encouragement to keep on keeping on mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just just your kid putting your head in your lap mm-hmm. your little, in his lap a little teeny six-year-old mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a smile sometimes it's thanks mom for picking me up mm-hmm. sometimes it's just mom that peanut butter sandwich was so good mm. and sometimes it's some of the funniest silliest craziest things that kids do that make you laugh till you cry mm-hmm. <laughs> laugh till your belly hurts yes 
And those are the encouraging things, the feedback, the interaction. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's just, so what does that mean? That means enjoy your kids, Mm. love your kids. They're such a beautiful blessing. And there are, sad to say, so many people who see their children as a burden rather than the blessing that they truly are. And, and all I can do when I see people like that is pray for them. Mm -hmm. Um, When we had a restaurant, there was this, a couple with their two daughters. One daughter was about 12 and one was about seven. And they were sitting, seated at the table and the 12-year-old knocked over a glass of water. It was just water and the father went berserk. And so I had to interfere, interrupt and say, it's fine. It's just water. We can clean it up in a minute. It's fine. And I told the little girl, I said, I said it's fine, sweetie. There's no problem. Look how easy this comes up. And yet he went off. And, you know, obviously he was stressed probably about a whole lot of other things. Mm. And was, but it looked like he took it out on everybody quite often. The way that the mom and the two mm. daughters were so rigid and yeah. frightened. And I was like, "Oh, how sad!" So all you could do is really just pray for those people and pray and just pray, pray mm. that the Lord touch their hearts so they can see what a blessing those children really yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. And that's really it. The thing to encourage is to remember how quickly they're going to be gone, mm. and you know. Everyone tells you that, but you don't really believe it until it happens. It's, and it's so like, true. Oh, man. Yes. I yes. I'm experiencing that right now. So yeah. I know that, you know, like I'll be an empty nester in six years. And oh. it's just so weird. Like, yeah, I just remember it, like yesterday, like I was just bringing him home from the hospital. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. I feel the yeah. same way. Like, you know, like yeah. I'm like older people say that, but oh, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about. But then <laughs> right. when you're in it, you're like, wow. wow. You know what else mm-hmm. that was encouraging? I realized um, sooner rather than later, and I think it's because when you little ones were, you were tiny and you were tell the Lord was speaking through you and telling me things I needed to hear, mm-hmm. you know, like stop smoking mm-hmm. and some other things. And um, he, he, oh, like, oh, I know. I used to curse when I would get mm. so stressed and angry. And you guys told me no uncertain terms to stop that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and with God's, God's help and your encouragement I did but what I was going to say is that because of that and you and your kids did that so early I learned I realized that there was so much I could learn from my children Mm -hmm. as parents because we're older and we've been around we think that we got all the news we got Mm -hmm. all the 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 power and we got all the wisdom when in fact um we can learn so much from our children Mm -hmm. i mean they are masterful teachers that if we just allow it and if we stay open to that possibility my gosh it's just amazing the things that we the ways that we can grow yes not just as a parent but as a as a person Mm. as a human being and there you hear so many stories of kids who who encouraged their parents their dad their mom quit smoking and quit doing all the bad things that are hurtful to them Mm -hmm. and not just things like that but Sometimes just these pearls of wisdom come out of their mouth and you got to stop, right. stop and drop and look and what? Yes. And it's, it's, it's just a reminder that they that they also are, uh, are a soul. They're a little human being. They, their connection to God is probably still stronger than ours is because they are children and they haven't let go of their faith and, mm. and, fearlessness to come into <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And, and just listening, listening with an open heart, 
mm. at all ages mm. to your children mm. can just work miracles in your life. Mm-hmm. Can give you so many big ahas, aha moments. Mm. That is so good. Um, how would you, uh, or what would you say to the mom who did not have a mom or a dad who, mm. who loved them, but then now they have children and it's an opportunity to um, start a new tradition of way of a way to love. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Well, one, one thing that I have been encouraged in observing is that a lot of those children who were raised without the loving mom or without the loving dad or without any dad's presence at all, when they have their own family, so many of them are determined mm-hmm. to be great parents. Mm-hmm. Look, Obama is a good example. He said he was determined to be a good father to his children because he rarely saw his father. Mm. And they, they, they know how important what they were missing mm-hmm. is. They know how important that was and how they were missing something that they don't want their children to miss. Mm. And so I feel... I feel confident in their in their willingness and their their um, desire to be good parents, mm-hmm. and I truly feel they will be led to do just that because so many people who have not had good parents really truly want to be good parents, and some of them, some of them not, some of them the opposite. Some kids never want to have kids because they didn't enjoy their childhood. Some people, you know, when they grow up, they say no. And all we can do really is, is, you know, pray for them and, and hope that they can, they can heal that little child inside of them. Mm -hmm. Because that will be, I think what's required. All of us have to heal the child within because there were so many hurts when we were children and when we were younger and I think that's just a huge one as far as your parents. But when, when, um, when you don't have a parent or even when you've been adopted and you just find out and then there's a different kind of a strange hurt that comes and, and a mystery and a wondering. And, mm. and some people can find their adoptive, their, their real you know, blood relatives and blood parents. And... Some don't, and some find them, and they're not wanted, and that's another hurt to have to to have to work through and harmonize with God's grace. Mm-hmm. But I really feel, for the most part, I feel that those people long for that type of love, and I feel that they're going to give that to their children. Mm. That's my hope and my prayer. Yes, that's awesome. I also teach a lot of. Um, the women that I coach about really, truly just spending more time with God. And Mm -hmm. so by spending more time with God, you really start to develop an an understanding and an experience with him that allows you to understand what his love feels like. Yes. And which is so important. I think just being not only being married, but also being a mom or a dad is to really understand God's love. So then you're understanding how to model it and you're understanding what, what it looks like. But the only way to know 
like the only way for me to know even how to model it is to spend more time learning about it or seeing it or experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with you, like I, I already know that my kids will be, are going to be like you because I'm like you because of the way you <laughs> love me. And so, mm-hmm. um, you, yeah. you know, I just think love is such a powerful emotion. It's such a powerful, oh, yeah. um, just it's so the power of love is so it's like you said, life-changing it's transform. It, it can transform yeah. the world really. Absolutely. Transform relationships, transform children. I was reading something um, earlier uh, that said that the the best time to instill strength in a person is when they're a child, because mm-hmm. then you don't have to deal with the brokenness as with, oh. of them as a as an adult. Oh, and yeah. you know, and so the privilege and the position and the power that God has given us as women, as wives, as mothers, that the the power, the position, the privilege that we have to really speak life into our marriages, into our children really starts when they're young. So when mm-hmm. they, you know, because life all around them will tell them, will bring doubt, will bring discouragement, mm-hmm. will bring fear. So when that comes up, then for you to recognize that you have the position of influence, you have the power and the privilege to really shift and change the, the, the way your children think, I think is so critical. So when uh, Blaze maybe was mm, maybe eight, that mm-hmm. he was, no, maybe not that young, maybe 10, but he had an encounter, his, one of his very first encounters with a coach. Mm-hmm. And the coach said that he will, he's never going to be able to run fast enough. He will never be able to um, oh, play wow. a certain position. And I, oh, you know, wow. I jumped on that real quick because I didn't <laughs> even, I didn't even have a conversation with the coach, but I had a conversation <laughs> with Blaze. I said, right. oh, really? I said, well, who, who is, who's the coach? And I, and I don't even remember the name of the coach, mm-hmm. but I was like, does he know who God created you to be? does he know the dna that's on the inside of you you are the grandfather (laughs) of an nfl hall of famer and he's talking about you can't run are you kidding me but it was interesting (laughs) because i was i had the position the privilege Mm -hmm. and the power to speak to that situation to catch it before it took root because it was a lie that I could see that he was starting to believe that he could have easily been like, Oh, I can't play football because I'm not fast enough. Yeah. I can't play football because I'm not big enough or strong enough. But even in that moment, I was, I being the mother, being a mother, yeah. You have the position and the power to speak life into your child so that the enemy does not take root by placing, yeah. putting that lie into their heart. And oh, yeah. there's so many adults who are dealing with, they, they're dealing with the, the remnants of believing the lie. Oh, absolutely. And so even just talking about the power and the positioning and the privilege that God has placed us in as the mm-hmm. mom of a mother is, has such influence on their children and what they believe. So the power of life and death is in your tongue. So the things that you yeah. say to your children have, have power and impact. So absolutely. if somebody, if they come home with somebody said this about my hair, or somebody said this about my skin, or somebody said this mm-hmm. about my size or my shape, mm-hmm. you have yeah. the power to, to change it and shift it right there in that yeah. moment. Right. 
Right. And that also begs the question of how much are you communicating with your children as a parent? Um, Because with all of the devices and the distractions Mm -hmm. today, you know, it's so easy to let them do the parenting. Let the iPhone Mm -hmm. and the iPad and the and the television and whatever Netflix else. And- <laughs> yeah, right. Let that do all the parenting. Yep. And, you know, and good. So I can go do my spa and I can mm-hmm. do my this and I can do my that. And lazy parenting isn't going to get it. Mm-hmm. Parenting is an effort. It is a challenge. It is a joy. It is work. It is, it requires focus. It requires commitment. It requires dedication. It requires, at times, sacrifice. It requires a lot. Mm-hmm. But the benefits and the rewards are far, 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 far mm. more than what we can ever get. Yeah. We think in the moment of all the giving that, uh, oh, my gosh, you know. But the rewards are so much greater than anything then anything and everything all the 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 money the coaching the the driving around the the helping with homeworks that all the whatever stuff that we've had to do as a parent is minuscule compared to the amazing rewards you get and the the wonderful feeling you get when you see that you've raised a child somebody who is capable of taking care of themselves capable of making good choices most of the time and even when they don't make a wise (laughs) choice they're capable of at some point in time recognizing it and rechoosing and it's it's just um it's just it's more than satisfying it's uh it's almost humbling yeah and it's uh it's just it's just a peacefulness that comes over you it's a joy it's just it's hard to even describe Mm. it's hard to describe Wow. But, but being able to to nip that type of lie in the bud is very important. And you have to and as a parent, you want to you want to create that wonderful space and you're not gonna be able to do it totally and completely, I don't think. That safe space where your child wants to come to you with that kind of information. Where a child wants to come and share with you. Um, what happened to them in school so that you can help them through it. Um, Some kids aren't. They're going to keep it all to themselves. They don't feel safe for whatever reasons, you know. And and if and if a parent if as a parent we can't have we can't have that, you know, good, honest conversations with our children where they feel comfortable enough to discuss things with us, then maybe, you know, then pray on that and look to that and see what is it that I'm doing that might make my child feel that they can't share with me Mm. when they're hurting, that they can't share with me um, when someone has hurt them at school. Right. And sometimes as a parent, we, we want perfection from our children. We want, we want too much. We want them to be perfect. And so if they feel like something happened uh, that, makes them look imperfect they're not they don't want to share it with us and so Mm. we have to be aware also of what you said everything we say to them they just suck it in Mm -hmm. like a sponge and so we have to be very much aware of our words and our and our actions and and you you talked about love as an emotion earlier love is is also an, an energy 
Yeah. Love is an energy. Love is a power. A decision, a choice, right? <laughs> so many. But yeah, but it's literally an energy. When we choose to love, That's true. there is a way that we connect to God because mm-hmm. God is love. Mm-hmm. And when we choose to love, like some people, some people, I'm, I'm amazed at some people who's, who have had a loved one, their child, um, murdered, and they go to the jail and forgive right, the murderer. Right. I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you have to be pretty strongly connected yes. to God's love to be able to do something like right, that. Right. Right. And you know, and then and we can't even forgive someone who just cut us off in traffic. Right. You know? So we have so many opportunities in life to practice mm. loving, to practice being love. Mm. Like when someone cuts us off from traffic. Okay. You sure had to get to where you had to go quicker than me. Okay. Have a nice day. I hope you get there safe. Right. You know, I try to say something like that instead of you stupid. Right, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So So it doesn't always work. Sometimes it does. That's so good. So the, so the kids, the kids feel it. It's an energy. It's not Mm -hmm. just an emotion. It's an absolute. I love that. It's a, it's a powerful energy yes. that people can feel. Yes. Just like you can feel. When you walk in a room, you can feel if there's been an argument. Yeah. You can feel if there's something darkness in there. It's like, ooh, let me get out yeah. of here. Likewise, you can walk into some place and, oh, it just feels so good. Yes. You just don't even want to leave. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. A powerful love is a powerful energy. Yeah. Wow, mom. Thank you so much for welcome, sharing baby. your wisdom. I, I just want to just thank you, <laughs> thank even you. publicly, for just how you love, the way you love, the example of love that you are to everyone oh. who knows you, to me and Kira. <laughs> Um, as I'm sure the listeners can even just hear your your love for kids, for children, uh, for people, even through this conversation. So thank you so uh, much for just oh, sharing welcome, your wisdom, baby. for being on the podcast. I love you with all my heart you, and appreciate you more than you know. Uh, thanks. Baby. Thanks, mom. <laughs> You're welcome, love, baby. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it pretty amazing, right? I know I'm super blessed and never take it for granted. Never take it lightly that God saw fit to make her my mom. And it's so funny because people say we sound the same. So you probably think that as well. But I just her love and the way she loves people, the way she loves children is just something that I just feel so fortunate to be on the receiving end, receiving end of that type of love. So thank you so much for just allowing me to share my mom with you for this episode to introduce you to her. She is someone that is so near and dear to my heart. And I absolutely love her with every fiber of my being. So thank you for joining me for today's episode. It was really special for me. And so if you are new and you have not joined our community, I would love for you to become a part of our tribe. You just need to go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash join wife wisdom. And if you have not followed us on Instagram, please do at wife wisdom podcast. You can also send me your feedback on 
our Instagram page in the comments, or you can shoot me an email to hello at mrschristyjones.com. Either way, I would love to hear from you. I would love to get to know you. I would love to hear about your stories of how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, has has brought ushered in breakthrough, has brought hope to you, your life, your marriage, because it really just continues to bless me. So I love you with all my heart. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for sharing this with your friends, with your family, with your sisters, your sister circle. I truly appreciate it and uh, pray that it has, it has blessed you. So until next week, have an amazing evening, amazing day, whatever time you're listening to this broadcast. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Love you. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.